yo, 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 man, you know who it is, the one and only PG, Mike Kelly PG here, man, Courtside Radio starting five, but man, I'm really short-handed, man, this coronavirus craziness is keeping my guys away from me, but I couldn't let us fail, I had to be here to uplift us, so man, I am in the building uh, here but, hey, I'm so lucky that I'm joined by some very special guests. So I'm not by myself, but, you know, this is Michael the PG, the Magic Johnson of the show. Um, every time I'm on a mic, it is showtime, baby. Oh, man, I love it uh, being here in the studio, giving you guys Courtside Radio, one of the dopest podcasts out in the world right now. But, man, I have to introduce my guest. So I'm going to start... Um, to, to the very far left uh, guy I was able to meet first from this uh, great show and his crew. So, uh, man, Mike, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for uh, joining uh, me today here at Courtside Radio, man. Yeah, Dan, thank you, thank you very much for having us today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Michael, part of uh, the Profaning Nation podcast. Uh, where you can see us, on, find us on Bashani Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Um, thank you for having us today, man. You know, we we excited to come in and fill in as a special guest for you. Yeah, man. Like I, I love it. Uh, you you mind introducing your team, man? Oh yeah. So uh, to my right, I have uh, Stat Pat. We call him Stat Pat because he knows uh, all the moments that happened. He knew uh, who who Magic Thompson stole, uh passed the ball to, <laughs> break the lead for the assist. So we call him Stat Pat. It's just mindless stuff like that, yeah. man. Yeah. Not, not, not no stat geek, but you know, just like random moments in Laker history. Yeah, but he, he could tell you exactly what the play was, who was in, who was in uh, on the court, who was coaching at the time. Who shot so. that shot in nineteen ninety six? Who was holding the clipboard? And, right. and that's crazy because I'm man. I'm kind of like in that way as well to where I just remember the stats. It's because I look at them so much mm-hmm. that I just remember them and be like, oh, snaps. Like, okay, yeah, Magic, yeah. 23.5, 12 assists this year. Like, that that was impressive. Right. So, that's dope, man. Stat yeah. Pat. Yeah, yeah. Then we got Jay Simpson, you know. He, he's uh, he's anchor, too. He comes in and lets us know everything about the uh, South Bay Lakers, Lakers, season ticket holder. All of us are. And, uh, you know, we, we have our show every Tuesday on Bashani Radio. So. Hold us down, man. Every Hey, so every Tuesday you guys could check them out. Um, man, I want you guys to uh, let everybody know, like, what your show is about, what you guys talk about on a week-in, week-out basis. Because I believe it's a really, really unique show that, um, man, you guys are talking about a G League team. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, one of the focuses that we pay attention to is South Bay Lakers. That's where we all joined. That's where we all got together and met each other. Okay. Um, There's not a lot of focus on G League teams right now. At all. However, there's a lot of G League players making some waves and moving up to the NBA. Um, Primarily for us, one of the big ones as of recently, of course, is Alex Caruso. Yes. started on South Bay. What they call him, the GOAT? Did they call him the GOAT when he was there? (laughs) No, he wasn't. He didn't earn it yet, but he was Uh. good. He was getting there, uh, but he had every tenacity and every uh, attitude that he has right now uh, okay. at South Bay. So he was the same player. Uh, but watching those players grow and seeing them you know, move on to the NBA, that's something that we like to follow. That's something that we like to report on. And uh, it's a niche because nobody else is really doing that right now. No, and, and it's really – I think that is, is really dope because it's kind of like it's the minor leagues. And, you know, in baseball, you know, they have people covering the minor leagues because you get your next superstar f- from there. But in the NBA, you're seeing more of these guys come out and they're being productive players for their team. So 
to already have a head start on these guys. You know, when they make it, you kind of, you guys are kind of like, hey, we. We already knew this. Yeah. yeah, expected it exactly. And the G League is finally making its place as a, an actual location for new players. I mean, because the, the the spot to look was always overseas. Yeah, we true. Never had any homegrown. It was college, and then after that, it was overseas. But now, you know, the G League is actually making waves. They've improved the pay a little bit, but they've also added the two-way contracts, which helps with pay. Teams can be uh, creative with their contracts to help keep some good G League players with them. No. Um, so it, it's becoming a real, a real uh, benefit to the NBA finally. And I always, man, when it came to the G League, I always, I really want them to make it the minor leagues for players that are like say they want to come from high school I think they, sh- they should be allowed and say if you draft a guy at 17 or 18 and you're just like he's going he's a future player you can just stat, put him on your G League team and let them play there make that your farm system so I'm hoping the G League one day gets to that man but you know they're pretty much there they they well not all the way but they do have a two way contract true yeah where so if, if they you know they'll draft uh, a player in the you know, in the in, in NBA draft, and and then they'll say, okay, we're going to have you go down there. You're going to be two way. We can have you go back and forth. You know, so they could theoretically play a G League game on a Tuesday, and then be over there playing the Staples on a Wednesday. If you guys remember uh, a while back, the Lakers did it with uh, Jordan Formar. Mm-hmm. You remember right. when he used to go mm-hmm. back and forth yes. and play? Yes. So I used to think that was like that's that's a great way to do it. The best way for guys to get better. Is to be playing basketball in actual games, and you can send them to the G League and allow them to get better. I think it's a great idea, and I think that it's really, really dope that you guys are covering uh, the G League uh, with you know with the LA team, man. I think that is it's really dope, man. Keep it up, absolutely. Thank Thanks. You. Yeah, Thanks. I like the work. So once again, tell uh, everyone, all the listeners, where they can find you guys. Okay, our Instagram is at theprofanenation.com. I'm sorry, website is at theprofanenation.com. Our uh, Instagram is at theprofanenation. Um, we are on Bashani Radio. Uh, you can download the Bashani Radio app, and we have a new show every Tuesday. Um, you know, again, talking mainly about South Bay and Lakers and whatever current news is going on at the time. So, yeah. and that, hey, that's really dope, man. So, thank you guys for joining me. Let me shout out my guys uh, who weren't here. They kind of got ran off by the corona. But, um, <laughs> man, shout out uh, my guy, Himes, uh, Small Ford, and Larry Bird of the show. Uh, Stretch Ford, Phillip. Uh, our, our center Bruce man and the shooting guard Mike of course Mr. Inglewood himself so man let's get right to these topics um, the women of Troy to all you guys listening out there remember that you can always uh, contact us by calling in or you can hit us up in our uh, chat chat room and you know tell us tell us what you think or if we're wrong on the take or anything if you just want to say what's up man we are here uh, for you guys listening in on the good news uh, radio app um man so the women of troy have you, you all you guys checked that out yeah 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 it was good yeah it was awesome yeah, yeah and for me it was a lot that i was able to learn because i me growing up i'm 30 years old okay. and uh I will always hear Cheryl Miller, Cheryl Miller. I'm like, I've never seen her play. Like, how great was mm-hmm. she <laughs> as a player? And this allowed me to see, like, she was looking like Jordan out there playing both ends of the floor. And, like, I never knew Cynthia Cooper played with her. So right. it's like, I actually met Cynthia Cooper uh, not too long ago. She's a real, really cool lady. Awesome. And 
Man, it just tripped me out to know that that team was that stacked because you don't hear about nope. them nope. at all. And what, what if they win four uh, national championships? I think three, uh, out three, three out of four. Yeah, yeah, and it's you get you got nothing of them. So if you guys, uh, you guys were around to, yeah, yeah see, see you know, <laughs> what's funny, right? we appreciate what, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we were because you know what the thing about it is, you always knew about Reggie Miller because Reggie Miller was in the league. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Everybody always said, you know what. Her sister, his sister was better than him. Yeah. You know? and, <laughs> no, pound for pound, she was the better player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, everybody knew that. that. Yeah. They was like, yeah, Reggie's good, but you ain't seen the sister. You know, and, and, and you know, I remember I remember that because it was, it, it was you know, I was 19 years old, but I remember the Olympics and, and, and the hype that going on, you know, with how they were just going around just dominating, you know, and they were just like, you know they had that swag like no other. They know? looked like an, an <laughs> Olympic team playing college oh, games, right. and, and, yeah. and that's why they um, that's why they were running level. over fools. I mean, yeah. they was running over the competition because I mean the fact that you hear all the. I mean, we're from LA, so it was kind of cool to get that. I mean, a whole documentary on people that grew up in the area. That we grew up. I mean, the fact that Cynthia Cooper grew up, you know, in Watts. Watts, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That brought it real home. You know, she she has, you know, one thing about Watts, you know, is about that grit. You know, it's gritty. Yes. You know, and, and you know, I mean, looking at that documentary, you see how she brought that grittiness to the court. Um, and actually, you know, and, you know, didn't back down from Cheryl. That was a good thing. I mean, a lot of, a lot of people didn't see or even know that they had like that kind of a rivalry, yeah, you know, in, in, within the team and the fact that, you know, that she was looking, you know, at Cheryl, like, you're going to have to respect me too. I mean, it was just, I mean, it was awesome. And then we forgot about, um, Pam. Yeah, McGee. yeah, mean, the, McGee, the, the McGee, the McGee twins, the McGee twins. You know, yeah. I mean, there were a lot of people like McGee. Do I know that name? Yeah, that's JaVel's mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so, so which one is JaVel's mom? The one who Pam, played in Pam, the Olympics, Pam, or the one who yeah, didn't play? One, it, it was yeah. Pam. Pam. Okay, so yeah. the bet, the bet, yeah. pretty much the better one. So yeah, yeah. so when you look at JaVel McGee, <laughs> if the Olympics determined that, then, yeah, yeah, it's jacked up though the way they did her though. Yeah, but, uh, that was that was a crazy <laughs> dynamic to watch. It was like. Damn, y'all couldn't put both of them on there. Like how messed up that was, and just the fact that she they won and she gave her sister the medal yeah. right after, which was really dope. But yeah, so man, were there any teams during that time that were competitive against them? Like I know they said Louisiana Tech. Well, yeah. So you have Louisiana Tech, and that was the team. Obviously, that's the team that they took. They snatched the throne. They snatched it from them. Um, but right there, if you if you kind of like remember in that documentary, it was saying. Um, they had uh, La Tech or Louisiana Tech. Yep. And then also it had Tennessee. Tennessee, Pat Summit. Now, Tennessee's Pat Summit. Mm-hmm. Now, anybody that even paid attention to basketball, or at least women basketball in the 80s and 90s, you know who Pat Summit is. And that was the start of her. Right? Oh, okay. So when, when, when the women of Troy kind of like, you know, fell out and they weren't doing that, then that's when Pat Summit, it was in her domination, and then that's when Gino came with UConn, and now he's like the dude now. But... Yeah, for a while, Pat Summit was the like the authority when it came to you know women's basketball, and I mean you can see it. I mean she she's tough. I mean she, they they chose her to coach that Olympic team. No, yeah, yeah, for yeah. a reason. For a know? reason. So yeah. And and how was it? You know, with the fact because like by the time I was pretty much old enough to truly understand uh, basketball to that extent to even watch women's basketball, the WNBA came mm-hmm. and. I was able to say, okay, so they have somewhere to play pro. But how was it back then to know, like, those great players, like, they just disappeared? Well, you know, and that's the thing. The documentary said it best. Yeah. Because, you know, I heard of Cynthia Cooper, obviously. 
you know, because she played at USC. Yep. And then, but they literally was like, hey, where you been for 10 years? Yeah, <laughs> like, true. Like, she just fell off the face of the earth. And then she's like, hey, you know, raised her hand. Hey, can I play? Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, come on. We were looking she, for you. We were looking for you. <laughs> matter of fact, go ahead, just become MVP of the league three times in a row. Man. The championships. Yeah, true. You know, so, yeah, I mean, that's basically what they had to do. So that's what you, we, we really appreciate about David Stern is that he had the vision to go ahead and – uh, create a league and mm-hmm. put and made and made it where he knew it was originally going to lose money. Yeah, but he made sure the NBA was going to fund it so it wouldn't fail. So that was the amazing thing that that he did, and it's it's great to for you know the upcoming girls like you saw Candace Parker when she was yep. talking about mm-hmm. about you know now it gave them something to look forward to. You know, because if you look at the beginning of the documentary, they were talking about the women only can play a half court game. You know, and which I never knew that was a thing (laughs) until I saw that and I was like, Whoa, that that was a thing? Like they were playing half court basketball Uh, and it like I guess it's a thing now with the big three. Right. You know, so that's different. Yeah, but that's that's an alternative though. I mean, they literally was like you know, you're a woman, so you're not gonna be able to run up and down the court for you know, back then you don't you don't miss what you don't know. So, you know, there were no professional women's Mm -hmm. uh, basketball teams or leagues to play. So when the players left college and just kinda disappeared, it was just kind of expected. Yeah. It it wasn't strange. It wasn't like, Oh well where do they no one just it just was what happened today if, uh, say, if Sabrina uh, at Oregon, who's a hell of a player, and she just disappeared, you'd be like, where the hell did she go? Yeah. Like, yeah. this girl is such a great she talent. Has avenues now to, True. to Yeah, I mean, you, you pretty much productive. knew, okay, they're going to go overseas and, and play. And that was the only option at the time. And it was like, weird. you couldn't watch those games. You never right. got no. news on those games. You yep. didn't see how they were doing. It was a whole different world back then. The world, obviously, has shrunk with the internet now. Yeah, true. So now you can keep track of just about anything anywhere. You just have, um, you know, at that time, you knew about the 84 team because that was had, like, a bunch of, you know, legends on it. Mm-hmm. Um, then you only get to see, really, women's basketball was in the Olympics. Yeah, so true. it was, like, the 88 Olympics, the 92 Olympics. And they said uh, was the 96 Olympics is when they actually did get that spotlight on it because it was in Atlanta. Um, the Olympics was in America. And, you know, we were riding that, um, you know, they were riding that wave. And Lisa Leslie at that time. Yeah, I mean, and that's one thing about that documentary. I didn't, I mean, not. I love the documentary. I'm not saying anything about the documentary. What school um, did Lisa Leslie go to? USC. 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 Oh, okay. Along with Tina Thompson. And when we were talking about oh. the comics and we were talking about, you know, um, uh, Cynthia Cooper, she was balling with T- Tina Thompson. She was also balling with Cheryl Swoops. You know, oh. Our team was no, that, yeah, the comments, know, the yeah, comments, the comments were that. amazing. But Tina Thompson was also playing with Lisa Leslie at SC. At SC, See, I never knew. Were I actually, never knew you know, and and so th- that was kind of like the research. They didn't get to the top like the other, you know, the um, uh, Cheryl Miller. The yeah, Cynthia as dominant. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't as dominant, but they did put SC, you know, basketball back on the map. Okay, uh, so man, so we talked about uh, the WNBA, and pretty much that showed us like the birth of it because you had these big names. Cheryl Miller was a college player at the Grammys doing something on stage, which mm-hmm. was insane to me. I was like, "What?" Like you would not see that nowadays. Uh, but to see that happen and it created a league that's uh, still trying to find its place. You know, it's just trying to you know find their way pretty much uh, to stick around almost because if they have a several couple years that are like 
down years, like you never know, the league could be done. So, man, the question I have for you guys is, what do you think the WNBA can do to kind of give it that next push? Because Kobe was trying to help with that. Um, you know, because he was pretty much trying to get into a great place. So when Gigi got there, it was going to be like, all right. She would have brought the name. Yeah, she, she would have brought, brought the, the name. name. People would have, you know, she would have brought the support. People would have wanted to watch that. Um, I, I think the WNBA and all women's sports are pretty much struggling with the same thing, except for maybe women's tennis is quite yeah, strong. Yeah, true, yes. But, um, you know, all women's sports um, struggle with the same issue. If we're going to stick to WNBA, you know, I, I think it's creativity, which the NBA and uh, Adam Silver is really good at. Is I, I think maybe they need to spice it up by making it a tournament playoff, uh, one and done type situations. Um, they try some new things, almost like they do. You know, they, the NBA will try new rules in the G League. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they have the free throw rule right now, um, which is one for two, one for three. Oh, so okay. they'll try new rules. I call that the summer league rule. Cause I, yeah. I coach high school basketball, okay, so and that's, that's the, the summer league rule. Like, because they, they don't want the game to be as long. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. whenever you get fouled three or two, it's it's going to be, it's a, gonna be one, one shot. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So then they they've instituted that, which you know I don't it doesn't seem to affect the game, but it sure makes the free throws worth a lot. Um, but they're going to have to spice it up. You know, they they have the personalities. Yeah, they've had the WNBA has had the personalities, much like the NBA has had. Mm-hmm. Um. But they just fight the same thing that every, you know, women's sports, professional sports fights, which is the unspoken. And uh, I don't mean that I'm hiding it. And, and what, what I to... think is I had a talk with uh, one of the uh, media um, that works for the media team for the Sparks. We had about a 20, 30 minute talk. And I was just like, they have they have to do a better job of selling their top stars and personalities like with the NBA they force feed you these guys to where you have to see Luka on stuff you have to see James Harden and you know LeBron and all these guys like they make you see them with the WNBA you don't see them anywhere like you kind of getting some of that now because Candace Parker's NBA on TNT and then Cheney is there on ESPN but I think they have to do more of a job of putting these girls like we're going to put blast you everywhere because once you know someone you want to support them because you don't seen them so much you're like you know what i'm gonna root for them just because i see them so much like i have to root for them and you are they you either root for them or they become a villain and that can also be a good thing do you think uh one of the strategies there would be actually to uh create a stronger synergy between the what would be with the professional male team, let's say the Lakers versus the Sparks, more Sparks at the Laker game supporting because they start their season usually after, but more rooting for the Lakers so that Laker fans are seeing them there and therefore rooting for them. Yeah. I'm going to create a little bit more of a synergy between the teams. I think that, team. that would be great because then you could tell the NBA team guys, hey, make sure you guys show up to Sparks games exactly. because a lot of times fans are going to show up and if LeBron is like, hey, meet me at the Sparks game, I'm going to be signing autographs and stuff to where the fans are at least going to be in the building and then he can kind of do his part after it. But what do you feel about it, Mike? Well, you no, I mean, you know, I, when I met you, we were we were at the WNBA yeah, event where yep. we saw the first female woman commissioner, commissioner. Yeah, and that was an amazing event. But one thing that she said was, and I didn't even realize it when it happened, was that Kobe was wearing um, 
the WNBA uh, yeah hoodie yeah you know, I actually I actually thing. got it I, I, I was like man I gotta support them right. so I went and bought me the hoodie yeah nice. so so I didn't know at the time that that's really what he was wearing yeah. I didn't even know that that happened I mean I, I and I remember him being there with his daughter and yeah. everything and mm-hmm. he had the orange hoodie on but it was just an orange hoodie to me so <laughs> you know so the fact that he had you know that on now you're like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. So I think definitely, you know, going toward the final end of the season, you know, the playoff, you know, if they wear those types of the, the WNBA gear, gear yep. you know, then it would it would bring more attention to to the game. Because be honest with you, I mean, I, look, basketball is my favorite sport. Uh huh. Um, but fundamentally. WNBA basketball is way better. No, you know, yeah, they they have as to as be as far as fundamentals. Yep, they have to. You know to what be. I mean? You know, you know, uh, the 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 male game has more athleticism. You yep. know, got more dunking and everything. But if you want to see how you actually run a pick a roll, you know how you you know you you do uh, 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 press Play how you, you know how you make the plays. <clears throat> fundamentally, sound. You know, uh, you you, you want to watch the WNBA because it's really actually good basketball. And and at the same time, we do need to, you know, like you said, get more rivalries. Like, yeah. Well, Maya Moore is not in the league anymore because she. But you have like the Mercury. Out. They're stacked right. now with mm-hmm. Tyler, uh, with Skylar Diggins right. there, with uh, Tarasi and uh, yeah. Griner to where make sell that that rivalry with them in the Sparks. You know, make it a thing and. That can be something that that helps. Yeah, cause who did who did, uh, who did Griner get in the fight with? Uh, uh, remember Griner was fighting. No, uh, I can't. Uh, was that was that, that wasn't the Sparks though? Was no, it? no, it wasn't the Sparks. You got talking about the domestic, the domestic. Yeah, but, but listen, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. not, really, that's the no, first thing. Not domestic. No, no, <laughs> not no. The domestic it was, it was in the it was in the game. Both of them got kicked okay. out. Oh yeah. But but what you know? And I was looking at that. I was like, wow. And I just saw like on the ESPN club. I'm like, wow, that was kind of fiery. No, yeah. So, yeah. so the next time that they play, they need to, they need to say, hey, this team that it, remember it was real contentious, and that's what you need to advertise. You don't need to necessarily show the fight, but you could definitely show that hey, this was a really competitive rivalry. You know, they're going against you know going against them. They're fighting for this, and you know it's just it's marketing and branding. You know, um, I just think um, one thing that well, first of all, Kobe was 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 doing his part to promote the women's basketball game. Um, And I think there needs to be more um, current NBA players to step up and take, you know, and and be more of a presence at these games. You know, stepping out, you know, if you have a daughter, please let us see you with your daughter at a basketball game so we can, you know, it, it, it just gives more credence, I think, to you know, you know, I guess more credibility to to the sport. I mean, if the guys are out there, provo- you know, you know, um, supporting it, okay, then okay, maybe it's a good, you know, it's a product that we should be you know paying attention to. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just think that Kobe was on his way of doing that. His name recognition was getting people. I mean, and also his daughter. I mean, you know, we were we were all getting those. He was you know, prepping it for his daughter. Yeah, he, was, yeah, you, he was prepping you, the you league, it. getting it ready for his no, daughter. No, yeah, sure, daughter. yeah. And 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 it was because. And I would think I would I would I mean I mean we'll never know now, but. If Kobe was on that same path, I think other guys would have been stepping up and would have been, and you would have saw more of a, you know, uh, attention paid to the. To I the think, sport. and Steph kind of did something where after the memorial, 
uh, when Sabrina went and played Stanford, where she broke the record, Steph was in the crowd. Mm-hmm. So you know that's a college game. Yeah. But it's like, how man, you watch women's basketball and you like, man, the crowds are so crazy. And then it's like those players move over to the WNBA. And you would think they will follow, and it just doesn't happen. So I'm always lost. Like, mm-hmm. what what can they do? What are they doing? I think ESPN hurts them too, uh, because. ESPN, they created ESPNW and was like, oh, yeah, we gave, we gave you guys ESPN women. But it's like, you can have ESPNW, but the only people going there are already women mm-hmm. sports fans. Mm-hmm. Not introducing so, anyone new to the product. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they need to do more of putting them on the main pages. Like, they just, they did a story that I, I thought was so dope. And it was uh, talking about the women coaches in uh, the NBA. And it was like uh, seven to ten coaches. But the story was ESPNW. Like, you had to scroll down and say, oh, snaps. Instead of like, man, let's just give them their shine mm-hmm. today and make this a thing. And and that's like when I talked to the uh, the guy, uh, the rep with the uh, Sparks, he was kind of like, yeah, like ESPN is kind of making it tough on us. That maybe someone like, Fox, like FS1 or Fox who don't have all the sports will give it a bigger push because it'd be like, hey, let's really make – we this is the basketball we have. Let's push it and make it all that we can. So yeah, I agree. I mean, they 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 need to make it normal. Yeah, you know, and not create the separation. So you know, it, it, you know, everything when they say this is the first female that did it's a this, genderless game. Or, you know, you yeah. know, look, just you know, when like you said, when Sabrina brought that record, she was the first one ever to do. It. Yeah, and 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 that's what they highlighted. They didn't say she was the first female ever. To yeah, do it. She's the first how about um, how about uh, during the All Star game they pair male and female professional players in a game. Yeah. And let them play together. No, I used to love what they used to do. Yeah. Remember right. when they... I like yeah. that. Yeah. No, yeah. Right. That pair would be fun. Yeah. And let them play. But you know what, though? They need to cross-reference that, too. Because they did. They did used to have the WNBA players go to the male All-Star game. Because remember, they, I forgot what the event was called, but it'd be yeah. like a Laker, a Spark, and then it'd be a right. Legend, no, legend Laker. Five on five. Yeah. Oh, let them play. Oh, oh, heck yeah. Five on five. Two teams. Go play. Yeah. Play. And you could kind of to mix them. Mix them. Yeah, right. you yeah. call yeah. it. Yeah. A, a Thursday game. Do yeah. like a Thursday draft. and that. I mean, you know what? If you think about it, they even could do like a make, make it like a celebrity game almost. You know, celebrities versus the pros and have the women play them. And no, then, I wouldn't <laughs> even do that one. I like, I like to see uh, some players, uh, NBA players, run alongside some WNBA right. players. Yeah, but you know what they also need to do is they need to have the – Male players come to the to, and participate in a, in the female award the All Star Game. Yeah. All Star Game. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, again, yeah. they need to. I think that they they tried to let the WNBA stand on its own, and it, you know it's there. But I, I I think it's okay to poach. Go ahead and poach off the NBA. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until it's strong well, enough I mean, to stand on its own. Yep. Mm-hmm. Financially, they are so they yeah. might as well. Yeah. You know yeah I mean? Just poach. You know, if they want to get to the point where they're able to stand on their own. They need the backing of the NBA, not just Absolutely. money. They need the backing of the yeah, players. Yeah, of the players. And, you know, and because their NBA role that's just way larger than the WNBA role. Look, if, if a if a NBA player like LeBron can post an Instagram with him wearing uh, some sweats with some name some on it. And gear. those things, well, and those sweats sell out. He can, if he's seen at some games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it makes it okay for some guys who think they're too cool to be at a game or to enjoy, to go to a game. Yeah, true. And, I and, mean, and you saw the effect getting back to Kobe. I, I I forgot 
do your lady name, but remember when she hit the shot, he said, that's mama mentality again, mm-hmm. but you didn't win anything. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. do it again, and yeah. she did it again. Yeah. Everybody knew. That I, was I, a Notre, I, player for Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, player for Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. And and she got that notoriety because Kobe yeah. admired what she, what she did. And so, uh, I'm sorry. To and and you used to... And it's, I remember I don't know if you guys remember They had the Cheryl Swoop shoes Like yeah. I don't even think That women Like basketball players Are getting their own Shoe deals and stuff Like that anymore So No I mean Shoot I mean But Cheryl Swoops man Back in the day I mean that's I mean when she, she was, was at, a baller At Texas Tech I think she scored like What 40 some points uh-huh. in, that, in that championship <laughs> game So it was like You know We already seen her coming I mean Yeah Yeah I, I was I was. I, I mean look At the end of the day You got Candace Parker You know A judge On a slam dunk contest Yep you know, if she can cross, you know, over and be a part of the male game, then I think they, the men should go and also promote different events at, you know, the All-Star game at, at the WNBA events. I agree. Yeah, so, man, we could talk about the WNBA all day. More of you basketball fans who say that you are real basketball fans, make sure you check out the WNBA, man. These women are very skilled, and they just need our love and support. Um, so make sure you guys do it. Uh, once again, Courtside Radio with the starting five, man, in the building. Mike Kill the PG here. Shorthanded, man, but I got my guys that got my back today. Uh, Profanity Nation, who's here with me. So make sure you guys uh, check them out, man. They're, they're really dope. So just to move it on, let's go around the league. Um, so more players were tested for the coronavirus. So you have four Nets players, including KD and Kyrie, which is big. Oh, I didn't know Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. So you got two big all-star names, guys who has their own shoe. So that's big. Uh, the Piston player, I think, is Christian Woods. Um, and 376 are staff members. Mm. But, man, we're, we're in L.A., and we just got today that two Lakers have tested – uh, for or with the coronavirus, man. What, what do you guys feel about that? Man, the corona vicious right now. Man. <laughs> yeah. You know, the vicious man. Nobody's immune. Nobody's immune. So it, it's it's probably not a big surprise. However, when you start to put the numbers together, uh, the amount of players on the team versus the amount that actually tested positive, which is two out of fourteen that they tested, that's a pretty high percentage, and that, yeah. that's that's scary in the population if you spread that across. Yeah, I mean. The fact that you have so many cases happening pretty much simultaneously, you know, it's not just you pinpoint it with this person. It's like it's all popping up at the same time. You're like, damn, like how many people are affected by this thing, you know? And the fact that, you know, we got these, uh, the two Lakers. I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie. I wanna, I wanna know who they are. I, I know, no, I know, yeah, I know, hey, I know supposed to, like, you know, you know, respect the privacy <laughs> yeah. and everything, but yeah, I'm they're, just saying. They're loss. But after, yeah. Yeah, but after Rudy Gobert, I mean, it's all fair game. They didn't ask Donovan that. Donovan Mitchell. Dude, they didn't ask him. Yeah. They just came out there and outed them, like, right. hey, man, they got it. Hey, but, but, you, but now they're protected by the union. You, you know the union. Hey, but there. just know this if it's LeBron, we would never know it's nah. him because his team is not letting yeah. that get out. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, but because they, they were discussing, I was listening to Ramona Sherburn, and they had their, you know, their governor's meeting. Yeah, and um, you know, they was talking about in the government meeting what they were going to do, what they were going to bring back the league, things like that, thirty days, sixty days, things like. And, and and Adam and Ramona was talking about how Adam Silver already knew that the Nets were getting tested and yeah, responsibility, yeah. but he, of course he couldn't say anything. Yep. You know, so, uh, you, you know, you definitely have to protect the players' privacy if they True. want to have it, you know. Uh, but, you know, flip side of that, you know, 
you know, they 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 questioned Rudy Gobert and what he did, him touching the mites and being careless. Yeah, yeah. You know, and at an initial thought is like, yo, he's being really careless. But the second the second thought of it is, you know what? He probably saved a whole lot of people. Yeah, yeah. You know, because because, because yep. if, if he had not done that, if he had not tested positive, it would have been the whole league probably. And I, I would say, especially. Um, for the black community, like we kind of once we heard about the coronavirus, it was like oh, okay, it's just like Ebola, bird flu, swine mm-hmm. flu. It's it's gonna be nothing. But once it became an NBA player that we're all watching, you know, Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, that's when it really became real. It was like oh snap! So it it kind of it it gave woke everybody up and it made everybody like we need to take this more serious because now. You took away the NBA from everyone. Right. So it's like, that's how serious right. it is. And look, the NBA took away MLS. They took around NFL. Yeah. Around. yeah. True. Yeah. Like, so they, the NBA basically took away all sports. Yeah. You know. And, and, man. and, and it's, it's, a, it's a really it's hard a, and difficult Just thing. a horrid year. Yeah. Oh, just man. sports in LA. Yeah. 2020, can we restart? Can we get we a restart to, button? We need to. You know, first Too many things. I mean, season. even, even uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, this off subject, but you know, um, Mayweather's trainer. Uh, yeah, his uh, uncle Roger uh, passed away. Passed so away. rest in peace, Roger. Yep. And so, and for I mean, all the boxing fans um, out there, that's the um, OG. Original Black Mamba. <laughs> true, that is true. Yeah, I saw that. I thought he's a Black Mamba too. They got it attached to him, but yeah. yeah but I mean, yeah. So it, it, it's 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 crazy about everything that's going on. You know, the main thing for me though, man, wash your hands, everybody. You know, stays you know. clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah wash, stay clean. Wash your hands. Lysol wipes. Y'all see Shaq taking the Lysol bath. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't hey, think that's healthy. I don't think that's too healthy <laughs> hey, myself. But, hey, Close your eyes, man. Hey, I heard, <laughs> but hey. You know, off subject, but they have a Corona song. Have you heard the Corona song? No. Oh, no. It's, it, dude, oh with uh, Cardi B. No, 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 no. I never, I've never heard these these people before. Oh, they they do the full Corona. Like we gonna get some white song. Oh and my it's god, pretty, it's pretty hot. It's about two minutes long. Hey, that that is that is crazy. Yeah. So we know the NBA has sorry, been sus- the NBA has been suspended for um, about a week now. I believe it's about a week now. Mm-hmm. So my question is, eventually the league is going to come back. So what what should they what should the league do? You hear some people saying that should it just be a restart? You know, that season was just scrapped and it's nothing. Um, yeah, you must not be a Laker fan. Yeah, man, I know, because we like, we, man, we're in first place. We need that. Six years. Man. Excuse me. No. Or should they, should they um, continue, you know, where the league was, about 18 to 20 games left. I think the Lakers had about 18 to 19 games left to play. Um, or should they go straight into the playoffs? So I guess we can go one by one. Uh, we'll start to the left. Mike, we'll start with you. What do you think the NBA should do once they finally return and everything is figured out? Man, so I think probably what would be best logistically what they made to do is probably go right into the playoffs because you already know that we're at least thirty to forty-five days away. Um, that that's going to put us well into like mid-April, uh, May, and then we have to have the playoffs. Um, I would probably treat it like um, um, how you, how uh, like the lockout. Season yeah, like was. a strike shortened season. Like a like shortened season. Mm-hmm. Just go, hey, these are our eight. This is where we're going to run. Um, you you have to also take account uh, uh, how long it's going to take. So I would do first round, 
best two out of three, second round, maybe three out of five. And the last two rounds, you know, the Western Conference, each conference finals and the finals, uh, four out of seven. Just so that way they can, you know, get the season not necessarily done. Yeah. But they could get a good uh, playoff, but still have enough time to rest and recover to start the new season in October. So what you saying that, I don't know if you guys uh, read or checked it out before we get to you, Pat. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, he came out with his idea, which I, I was like, hey, that may not be too bad because with your idea going straight to the playoffs, a team like the Pelicans, who everybody wants to see in the playoffs, wouldn't be in the playoffs. And that would really suck. But Dinwiddie, uh, for you guys listening who didn't check out uh, what he, what he uh, said, he was pretty much saying that the top four seeds get a bye and the, the bottom four seeds in the league will have to uh, pretty much play in and then it will become a playoffs where it becomes the best uh, two out of three. Then after you get through that that group, then it, that 24 group, you get down to that actual 16 and go from there. So maybe that would be an idea just to give everybody a chance to keep playing. But what would be your idea, Pat? Um, I'd probably be in the minority with this, but um, I think you need to um, play out the season. Um, even though I know it's going to be um, you know, bleeding into the next season. Um, but we, it's just a lot of money at stake. True. Um, and, and the fact that a lot of the, and also, I mean, not even just talking about the owners making money off of the games. It's what about those players that are, I mean, they have those incentives laden contracts where, you know, it's predicated. Some of these guys are predicated. If they make the playoffs. True. They That's get true. that bonus, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of also, I mean, there's, I mean, if you make the playoffs, I mean, if the Pelicans made the playoffs this year, you know, next, I mean, you know, Zion is all over the place. But if you had, like, say, the you know Memphis Grizzlies and they make the playoffs instead of Zion, but next year they're going to be on TV for, like, 15, 16 games a season. I mean, that next season. So it's a lot of revenue is, I mean, it's, there's a lot of money um, that's tied up with it. And I think these guys all love money. So I think, <laughs> you know, that's where I'm always thinking of. But, I mean, of course, logistically, we want to go ahead and make it concise. We want to get these guys in and you know, spit out, a um, you know, a champion in June. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. So what you got? Well, first off, let's remember the NBA is an entertainment product. Mm-hmm. And it's an entertainment product because we want to watch. True. So that means we want to watch games. All right? We want to watch the playoffs, but we also want to watch games. So that's number one. What do we want to see? We want to see games. True. Um, the, the NBA is probably the most creative league, professional sports league out there. I think they have some options. I, I do think they should play the games, but I think they can change the schedule and play it in a condensed way. I think that they can uh, reschedule so that East teams mainly play East, West teams mainly play West. Don't worry about who's played too many, t- you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of times. But finish the games. Number one, the players are going to need some games to get back into shape. Yeah, in game true. Shape, and they can't just hop into a playoff game. They're going to get injured. So there's going to have to be time for a mini training camp to, for these players to get back in. And then they're going to need some games to play. If we play a condensed schedule or at least travel schedule, if they want to reduce the amount of games that are played, they can incorporate what they did in the All-Star game. And they can actually make two halves that are worth two games. 
So you can have the first half worth of game, second half worth of game, and you kill two games in one. Uh, but, I mean, we're going to watch that. Because we're going to watch that intently for the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. So that's going to be an incredible product. I think once we get to the playoffs, I think they have to keep the playoffs as uh, as it's already set up to be. Four games, four games, 16 wins. I just think they have to do that, even if it cuts into next season. Some of the things I've heard floated around um, is that they may actually make a permanent change to the NBA schedule. Yeah, Adam Silver talked yeah. about, because you know how it coincides with the NFL, mm-hmm. they want to take that away. So that could be, I think that... So they're talking about, hey, why not just utilize this and say, okay, so now, yeah, we're not going to finish June. That's not going to happen. But if they finish in August sometime, if we're lucky enough, okay. They push the season off and now instead of the season, I mean, they, they started it earlier, but now we push it back and get started a little bit more in December. Yeah. Um, that gives the guys, and then that's just the new NBA season. You know, we mm-hmm. play into some of the summertime. Summer's kind of boring. All you got is baseball anyway. Yeah, true. Not, not putting down baseball, baseball fans, <laughs> but I'm just no. saying, you know, you can use... Go Angels. Yeah, I can use the Dodgers. <laughs> But you can use something a little bit more exciting. So, um, in regards to this, I think I think they have to play the games yet they can play a condensed schedule somehow with travel, um, and then you go into a, a straight playoff series, which is four, 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 four. Yeah, and I I kind of agree with you. You kind of can, since he, uh, Adam Silver's already talking about it. Why not just get that permanent change going to where? Everything gets pushed back where it doesn't coincide with football. Even though for me, that's perfectly fine because football is mostly Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, the Thursday games, like, man, I'm, I'm watching, you know, basketball because a lot of NFL games Thursdays are terrible anyway. Right. Um, so, man, I just man, I just want basketball back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, need, I need basketball back. So I hope we can figure out this coronavirus and that we can get everything going because oh my god sitting here and not having any basketball is so so terrible for me like i I don't know what to do with myself like i'm watching these Mm -hmm. oh i'm watching games i've seen before already watched live and watching them again just like Uh. and i i I even told my buddy said man maybe we should all meet up and let's watch a game that we all saw before and just act brand new like we don't know what's about to happen (laughs) and just enjoy it so man you got. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Like I was doing what you were just saying. I'm looking at a game, and I'm like, watch, watch, watch. Hit that shot right there. Watch, watch. It. Uh, ah, step back. You know, and it's like, nah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do that anymore. I actually want to actually. Well, they, now <laughs> watch they, they did open up uh, NBA League Pass, which I think is kind of funny because I'm like, well, what exactly is on it? But um, you know what they could do, and which would be pretty neat, is is open up League Pass, but but create a channel for each team and play every single game they've already played this season. Because I haven't had a chance to watch yeah. all of New Orleans or all True. of you know the Knicks or whoever you want to watch. Watch Suns them all over. Watch the games you haven't watched. Yeah. So yeah, you know it's bad when it's like a marathon of shacking the fool. Yeah, no, yeah, on that's what you know channel. it's really bad. I was like, <laughs> it's like, hey, okay, I, I've I watched, laughed at this watched too many like times. Two episodes. Let it go. I watched like two episodes. I'm like, dude. And then I looked at the the you know the directory, and I'm like, dude, this is going on for like another four hours. Marathon. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't is, take much more yeah, of this. I mean, you know, Shout to the Fool was funny the first and maybe the second time you see it. Yeah, like, first two times. After that, you kind of like, <laughs> oh, okay, I need to see something else. But um, craziness, man. So, uh, Courtside Radio with the starting five, man. Uh, Mike Hill, the PG here. Solo Dolo, man. My guys are out. Uh, the virus, coronavirus, ran them off. That's why I told him I'm a Modelo guy. So, man, I'm okay. But, um, <laughs> man, so just to let you guys know, um, we have a segment here, 
It's called the hating ass Michael segment because for some reason my guys say that I'm a hater. So I, I hate on <laughs> players, I hate on them, and I said, hey, skip it. I'm just going to embrace the hate. So every week I've been uh, I've been bringing um, something to hate on uh, uh, the past few weeks, and this week I think I have a very good one. So I have this friend. He's a rapper. Um, He's an OG rapper, actually, a uh, guy who kind of helped keep the West uh, Coast wave going in hip-hop, named Glasses Malone. And we kind of been in discussion the past few weeks, and I think he is so insane with this take. So I'm hating on you, Glasses Malone, because you are 100% wrong, and you guys can chime in, because his take is Ben Wallace was a better player than Patrick Ewing. Really? He said Ben Wallace was a better player than Patrick Ewing. He would take Ben Wallace over Patrick Ewing. And let me tell you about Glasses. Glasses is a he's a very defensive guy. Like I can't lie, he got it right last year. He said Toronto because of their defense will win, and they did. So I gave him his props. I give him some hand claps. Um, but he looks at defense, so he says that. Dennis Rodman is the second best power forward of all time, which I'm like, you're 100% wrong. And I'm like, okay, Dennis was a great guy, a great rebounder, great power forward in his own way, and he's probably one of the greatest defenders. But this take that he said that Ben, he would choose Ben Wallace over Patrick Ewing, and I can't just hate on Glasses Malone because I put it on Instagram and I told people to answer it. And there was a few guys who actually chose Ben Wallace and they talking about, oh, the ring matters. Rings matter. I said, rings? He has one ring, Here which I don't think that he was even the best player on his team. Like, yeah, he has four Defensive Player of the Year awards and he was a, a big part of that team. But for you to pick him over, Patrick Ewing was a baller. He was a monster. He he was a he was a twenty and twelve guy for his career. He had his best year. I think he was twenty eight points, like thirteen rebounds. Mm-hmm. But for these people to think that Ben Wallace is better than Patrick Ewing, stop drinking alcohol and talking about sports because you're getting it totally wrong. Glasses, I'm hating on you. So this week's Michael Hayden ass, uh, Hayden ass Michael segment. Glasses Malone and all those I'm gonna call them clowns. Who thinks that Ben Wallace was better than Patrick Ewing? What do you guys take on that insane take? Uh, he's obviously focused strictly on defense. Yeah, strictly on defense. So they're gonna, you know, it's gonna be a low-scoring game. But who's gonna, who's gonna put the ball in the hoop? Man, I think he totally overlooks that in so many debates that we have. Uh, what you feel about it, Pat? I mean, if like if the criteria is only defense, and of course, I mean, then he's looking at only that one side of the ball. However. He is so deficient as an offensive player. Man, so terrible. So the point, I mean, so as great as he is as a a defensive basketball player, I think Patrick Ewing is probably that much better than as an offensive player. Plus, he actually was, you know, leading the, the, you know, the um, the Knicks and block shots, rebounds. So it wasn't like he's like top lever. It wasn't like I mean, I know we, you know, we we see Patrick Ewing with the jumper, the follow away jumper, the top of the key. That's like what you know. If they played one on one, who would win? Come on, dude. Patrick Ewing is <laughs> there watching him. There you go. And I, I, <laughs> I even, on, dude. I even say that when it comes to to Ben Wallace like when he came in and got hot like the centers were kind of on the, the down like you had Shaq who was dominating and people act like Shaq wasn't dominating him in that series he was they lost because 
Malone went down and Kobe wanted to be finals MVP and that's why they lost yeah. the finals. But Ben other than that, like Ewing was old or he wasn't in the league. Uh Elijah Wan, David Robinson was older. Like a lot of those centers, Rick Smiths, uh those guys were just older, so he kinda became a great defender the at the right skill. time. The yeah. Centers with true skill. Yeah. I'm not saying Shaq didn't, but Shaq was a bully. That's, no, yeah, he was, was a bully, track. but the centers with true skill, like you said, weren't there. What you feel about this take, Mike? Man, he must be looking. He he must be looking at the team that he was on and how Ben Wallace worked for that team. But you have to look overall. Like, can I pick up this player, put him on another team, and they have the same impact? The answer to that question is no. You know, Patrick Ewing, you could go, and he can enhance and make that other team better. If you put Ben Wallace on another team, and he's not doing what he did in Detroit, he's going to be out the league. Didn't he play for the Bulls? Yeah, he ended up yeah. going to the Bulls, yep. And I compare it to, like, Draymond. Like, I was going to say that right now. Yeah. We're looking at Draymond, and, yeah, he gets all his love defensively. But I always said that he was an overrated guy. Like, he shouldn't go to the Hall of Fame because if you take away those star players, he's just a regular guy. And that's exactly <laughs> what he is. And that's what Ben Wallace was. Like, when he was away from that Pistons team, he was just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm going to remember Ben Wallace for? Kobe Bryant posterizing I, him in the preseason. I was going to say, y'all got to go ahead and check the tape. That fool, he actually did try to take a charge. Yeah, he tried to take a, take charge. a charge. And I think he was with the, wasn't he with the? Bullets. The, the, the bullets? Yeah, the bullets. Yeah, um, yeah, he got dunked on some nasty. And and anybody that would even go with the, the take that Ben Wallace is better than Patrick Ewing has to be the same people that think that Draymond has an argument versus um. Um, Charles Barkley. How does yeah. he do in fantasy sports? What does that mean? <laughs> that's like, what I want to know. How true. is he with fantasy? Last basketball? week, that's that's who I hated on Draymond. I was like, "You're nuts. You're not even close to Charles Barkley." Respect that man. You won't. You he's a true Hall of Famer. You're Draymond Green, dude. I mean, oh, anyway, let's let's put it this way: If you're so dope, why your team in the, in the cellar? I mean, you 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 dope though. You no, know what yeah. I'm saying like you dope. So if you that dope, and if you think you're on the same level. As you know, Charles Barkley, then you shouldn't be, you know, fighting, you know, staying, you know, this in a lot of chance to lead the team. Yeah, easily get your twenty points, ten rebounds. Yeah, you don't do that. Man. You can't even do that. So it, it's crazy. But uh, that that's this week's hate ass Mike Hill segment. It's to you, to you, Glasses Malone, and all you guys who agreed and said Ben Wallace is better than Patrick Ewing. Like Stephen A. always says, stay off the weed. <laughs> That's exactly what you guys have to do. But, uh, man, just before we get out of here, we got about 10, 20 minutes left. Uh, with this coronavirus and everything going on, it took away our precious game of basketball. And watching the Lakers, you know, hopefully would have marched right away to this championship soon. Um, what have you guys been up to? Like, what have you, what are you doing with the quote-unquote uh, shut down what, what have you guys been up to we, any, any one of you guys can start Man I'm having the most boring time <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna lie to you I was off work all day yesterday And I binge watched The Circle And what is that <laughs> That's a Netflix reality show Where they Go on They are in the same like hotel And they're doing They're doing social media Um Influencer stuff. That's how ridiculous this yeah, is. Yeah, that sounds kind of desperate there. Yes, it's absolutely. Oh. And that was after, let me just tell you, that was after I watched uh, 
um, Love is Blind. You know? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, but we did say we're going to fan some shows. <laughs> I, I watched yeah. that. I yeah, watch hey, Love is Blind is pretty good. That's actually pretty Love good. Is that's good. That was a legit one. Yeah, yeah. Love, Love is Blind was good. But, uh, you know, but that's the fact that I'm at home looking at re- for another reality show. Like, I need to find another show. After Love is Blind, because it took me like about a day and a half to watch Love is Blind. It took me about 12 hours to watch The Circle. So I've watched literally in the last 48 hours, I've seen two full seasons of reality shows. Hey, lucky lucky this came after Cookie Season. Oh, yes, yes. Before, yeah. Prior to that, you know, shout out to my girl, Girl Scouts. Uh, I'm a major Girl Scout dad. My daughter's uh, actually just dropped a video yesterday. Um, Great if you want to see it, uh, they sold 6,600 boxes of cookies and six weeks. So that's what I was doing prior to, um, you know, <laughs> the outbreak. <laughs> the outbreak. Yeah. We was we were finishing up Girl Scout cookie season. After that, it's just me and reality shows right now. What about you, Pat? What you been up to? Uh, man, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I've been at home. Uh, Past week. Oh, one second. We we have a caller. Let's see who it Excellent. is. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for calling in to Courtside Radio with the Starting Five. The PG man, here. Don't care, <laughs> man, who is this? This is the big man, the, the true DJ. Oh the man. <laughs> what's up, Bruce? Man, so this is our uh, usually the guy on the ones and twos. Our guy, Bruce. What's good, man? I'm just checking in, tapping in with y'all. I just wanted to say what's up. Oh, okay, yeah. What's going on, what's man? Up, man? I had a good show. Thank you, thank, uh, thank glasses you. Glasses is definitely on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you had to chime in on that one. Yeah, that that take definitely. is... Definitely. I just wanted to make sure I chimed in on that. And yes, the struggle is real over here with no basketball. Thinking about watching that Lakers Clippers game again. This was a good one. Hey Bruce, I watched it probably uh, five times already, just to so just so I can have ammunition to talk mess to Clipper Daryl when I see him. <laughs> yeah, man. But I just want to tell y'all: be safe out there. Everybody, wash your hands. Social distancing is in full effect. Make sure y'all home by midnight tonight. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, I want to thank our guests for coming through. Thank you. Thank you down. for having us, man. Thank you for having us. Yes, sir. Hey, so man, we will be back soon. Yes, we will. Hey, thanks for calling in, Bruce. Hey, uh, stay safe, man. Thanks, Bruce. You too, man. Thanks, All right, man. Thanks, man. All right later. But yeah, man. So, uh, so what you been up to, Pat? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I got like, <laughs> I got, I got sixteen months twins at home, man, and so oh, wow. I'm just doing daddy daycare at this point. Um, all the daycare shut down. My my daughter's school shut down for the next month. Um, they got me on chat, so like I'm I'm just at home, just you know, making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, <laughs> changing diapers, you know, you know, watching some games when I can, you know. My, my my man Mike was talking about we were watching like Love Is Blind and and shows like that. I've been watching The Outsiders on a, a show on HBO. Um, I've been catching up on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I mean, everyone told me I was good was, but I uh, I actually started to watch it. So right now it's 10 seasons. Hey, you got all the time in the world to do Dude, it. I got 10 seasons. I'm like, man, at 30 minutes each, man, I can get right through these. So about two days, I'll be done with that. So that's pretty much it. I haven't really done anything. You know, I just got out of the house uh, today for the first time in like four days. You know, you know, so. Yeah. It's kind of feels good. Yeah. Get some fresh air. Uh, luckily, I've still been working a little bit, um, but 
there's about a billion videos, I think, on YouTube. So I've only worked my way through half of those <laughs> in the time since the NBA has been put on hold. So I've still got another half to go. So I should have at least another three or four days. And then I'll be looking for something new. Um, yeah, I mean, luckily, if we're ever going to be quarantined and locked at home, this is the time to do it. Yeah. I mean, we can, you know, hold a Zoom party. <laughs> yeah, know? true, yeah. You know, I mean, we could hold a Zoom party, go on the internet, you don't feel as locked up and, and isolated, but yeah, it's boring. Yeah. There's not much you can do. And I tell everyone, um, man, you should be really, you should be planning for when this is done so that you can make a big, big move after this. I'm like, especially for those who work uh, and live pretty much check to check. It's like this is the perfect time for you to see, like, ooh, this isn't it. Because when so, if something major like this happens again, my job is just going to say, hey, get out of here mm-hmm. until, you know, we're ready. So starting to, like, kind of plan for big moves ahead. So that's kind of what I, I've been doing, just getting ready. Uh, of course, writing scripts for shows and that's just uh, get, getting myself. Projects. Yeah, working on projects, working out. Like, man, we do about two or 300 push-ups a day, two or 300 sit-ups just mm-hmm. to, you know, be fit and then – Instead of just watching Netflix, like, man, finding a good book to read, things like that. Man, we got another caller. People love us today. Let's see who this is. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you so much for calling in to Courtside Radio. Uh, State your name, caller. Hey, what's up, Mike? Oh, man, the guys are calling in. What's good, Mike? What's good with you? Man, not much, man. Just... Grinding, what's up? What you up to? And I appreciate y'all. That was a lovely show. I did like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, thank you, so thank you. I do feel like uh, G Malone still was defensive minded on that aspect. Yeah. But you got to think about, like, Pat Ewan was a monster. It, it's been real rough without uh, basketball in our lives, bro. Real For real. It's, it's, it's like losing a family member almost. <laughs> right. Yeah, we already lost one of those. Right? Yeah. And Kobe. Yeah, which is crazy. So, man, what you been up to, Mike, man? I know you got you got the little one. We lose the time in our lives. We don't know what to do. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> True, man. But it's like, you got to think about it. The coronavirus, a lot of people are overreacting in my mind. It is a serious thing. It is a serious uh, situation right now. But you do have to think about that if you are taking care of yourself and, uh, being cautious, then you should be A1. OD on some vitamin C. You feel me? OD on, on vitamin C. Yeah, vitamin C. True. Start juicing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. You know, everybody's getting toilet paper and water, but nobody's going to go and get no soap. Yeah, no soap. <laughs> yeah. For real. And, and, and that's what we need to get. Yeah. But, hey, Mike, hey, thanks for calling in, man. Uh, can't wait till we all back in the studio yeah, together, brother. Yes, Thank sir. You. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. All right, All right Mike. Mike. Have a good one. So that was the shooting guard, Mr. Inglewood himself, man, calling in. We got okay. the They just want to be part of the show too. No, nah, yeah. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Hey, they they should y'all should have been here. I yeah, told y'all. You know what I'm <laughs> y'all y'all gonna, about to get replaced. <laughs> it, was, it was gonna be a lit show, but y'all y'all didn't want to believe me. But yeah, I just think people need to just really just lock in and really focus for their next moves, get to reading. Of course, watch you some uh Netflix and Disney Plus or whatever you want to tune into, but just really like, okay, I need to make another move because I have more than a few friends who are out of work right now, and you know it sucks. And it's like, what what can be done, you know? So that that's a that's a very tough tough situation to deal with, and I think that people need to look at it. If this were to happen again, 
what would I be doing differently to make sure that I'm still working and mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm safe and I'm taken care of, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys have anything else that you guys got are in, that are doing or plan on doing? Well, yeah, um, just uh, we're, we're still going to obviously do our podcast every week. Yeah. Uh, sports or no sports, there's always topics to talk about. So, uh, again, be sure to follow us or find us on Instagram at the Profanity Nation or online at theprofanitynation.com. And we always video our podcasts, even our ugly mugs. So if you want to see what we look like, uh, you can also find us on YouTube at The Profanity Nation. Man, dope. Uh, you guys have uh, individual uh, uh, social media that you guys use yeah, to promote absolutely. as well? Absolutely. Uh, I am at Lakers underscore Simsta, S-I-M-S-T-A. Oh, dope. What's up? What about you, Pat? Uh, no, I just have my regular, uh, you know, civilian account. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mike? Yeah, I'm uh, 75, keep it real. That is K-E-P-I-T-R-E-L. Um, you know, 75, keep it real. You can uh, tap in. Best way to get in contact with us, though, is at the Profane Nation. And, um, again, you can call in at one 311 311-FANS. And you could call in, give us a, a shout out, you know, tell us what you think, and we will um, go ahead and, um, you know, respond to your comments. Yeah, hey, really dope, man. Make sure you guys check them out, man. Uh, they're, they're grinding out here and putting in work the same way we are here at uh, Corsair Radio and a very unique show. So before we get out of here, uh, we have a segment that we always do. Once you hear. This uh, very dope instrumental that I truly, truly love forever and forever more. Um, for you guys, um, if for the new listeners that are listening today to Courtside Radio, we always finish our show with what we call Throwback Thursday, Player of the Week, because today is the Throwback Thursday, um, and then Player of the Week. So we give you a player from the past, and uh, you make sure you guys check out the Courtside Radio Instagram page to where we're going to throw up highlights of this player. And so you'd be like, oh, snaps, like, I remember him, or oh, I don't even know who that is. And you can further look up this player. And this week's Throwback Thursday Player of the Week is none other than... Um, let me see if these guys can guess. So he went to UNLV. He was the uh, first round. Pat, let's see if you know it. You're the stat guy. He's the uh, UNLV. He's a guard. First round, fifth overall pick to the Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves, 1993. He was a he was a champion. Um, he made the all rookie team. Career averages 16.7 points, 3.8 rebounds, 2.7. Not Greg Anthony, is it? No, not Greg Anthony. Not Stacey Augman. Nope, 6'5". 6'5". Mm. Hey, UNLV team. Yeah, because I'm thinking, first of all, I was going to Augman. No, he wasn't was a part of that team. He wasn't oh. on that team, but he oh, attended UNLV. J.R. Ryder? J.R. Ryder. There we go. <laughs> okay. J. Isaiah Ryder, J.R. Ryder is what we know him as. Is this week's Throwback Thursday. Former Player of the Week. Uh, he won a slam dunk contest. <laughs> he, he did the through the legs first before first. Kobe. Yep. Um, 2000, 2001 champion because he was on that Laker team. Yes. That that won a uh, championship. That was He was on the second year, I believe. Yeah, the second year that they won, they beat Philly. He was a part of that team. Played his 67 games. Uh, his best year, he got some good numbers, solid numbers, 16.7. Uh, three rebounds, nearly four rebounds, nearly three assists. His best year was his second year. He averaged uh, 20 points, three assists, three rebounds, nearly one steal when he was playing with the uh, 
Timberwolves. What what can you guys say about uh, Jr. Ryder? What can you guys remember about his game? <laughs> you know, you go, oh, you want to go? Well, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You know, you know, my, I had a best friend. My best friend used to work at the Hilton Inn, Hilton Garden Inn, which is right next to the old uh, practice facility. Okay. And I'm sorry, man. The first thing I thought about was when he was telling me that he fell asleep because he was smoking weed too much, and he was <laughs> he was running late to, to the game. He they had he was running out trying to. Uh, catch the bus Oh <laughs> that's the hilarious oh. <laughs> And he was It's crazy <laughs> so. Because I was younger When he was uh, Playing But that's what we remember That he did blow yeah. trees So that's Yeah, yeah that's I mean, I'm crazy. sorry that's, that's the first thing <laughs> That came in my mind You know He was like Man that dude Was almost Almost missed the bus Cause he fell asleep Man <laughs> that's funny Um I would say Well shoot Instrumental And in actually getting Kobe into the uh, starting lineup. See, the reason why I'm saying that is because we had Eddie Jones as a starting starting mm-hmm. shooting guard. Yeah. And every time we played Portland in the playoffs, Eddie Jones always wet the bed. Now, the six man came in, and Kobe Bryant used to bust JR, you know, behind yeah. every yeah. time he went in. To the point, it was like, okay, dude, if if the whole world can see that Kobe Bryant is starting in the All-Star game, but he's, you know, he's a six man of the Lakers, some got to change. Dale Harris that. was terrible with yeah, that. He didn't, he didn't <laughs> recognize that. And then so so after that, I mean, pretty much after Kobe started putting 30 points on him on his head, I mean, after that, Kobe Bryant was pretty much starting the rest of his career after that. Yes. But yeah, that's why I think about him. And then what happened to Isaiah? Oh, well, you know. Yeah, he, you know, just like Mitch Richmond got a, you know got one of those. those got one of those. One of those he joined players. the Lakers, but Matter it's crazy. Fact, wait a minute. Did he, wait a minute. Jerry Ryder he wasn't even on the playoff squad. He got a ring, but he wasn't in the playoff squad. Look, I'm, look, he played sixty-seven games. Well, no, but he didn't make the playoff squad. Hey. No, he didn't. I know he didn't get any burn. <laughs> he didn't sure. get no burn in that playoff. Look, there are a lot of players that got rings thanks to the Lakers. You know, Mitch Richmond, Mitch Mark, Richmond, Mark Mark Madsen, Glenn Rice, Glenn, Glenn Rice. Rice. Hey, come on, <laughs> the best one, Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison, yeah, Adam Morrison, the, the, the stash. When you're watching the championship video and he's there and they're holding up the trophies. He's, and you're like, what? Yeah, you're like, great. <laughs> what do you feel about Jr.? What can you remember about Jr. Smith? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, like you said, Kobe took over uh, from there. He just kind of disappeared, I guess. Um, you know, he's pretty active online, actually. He's a Facebook friend of mine. But um, Jr. Ryder? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, he's pretty active. He's got kids, and he's coaching now, too. So, oh, okay. Dope. Yeah, he's doing some cool stuff. Um, you know, good player, good guy. Uh, <laughs> smoking trees, like the original uh, Matt Barnes out there, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, just a solid NBA player, I guess. Yeah, solid, solid player. I just remember the stories that they would say when he did join the Lakers for that 2000 2001 team that he would talk mess to Kobe, and they said Kobe will bust his yeah, ass, dude. You know, he's been busted. Yeah. So. <laughs> It, it was. It used to be funny because you know Jr. was kind of you know kind of a tough guy and he was feeling himself when he ever mm-hmm. played on the court. Mm-hmm. So to hear those stories and to see that pretty much after that year with the Lakers, he at at age thirty he was done in NBA. Yeah, he played ten games the following year with Denver, and that was it. That was it. And it's crazy for a guy who was averaging. 16, 20, 19, 16, 19, 13, 19, two years later, you're out the league. Mm-hmm. is insane. A lot of it was because of the weed, probably. He probably, <laughs> yeah, he came yeah, to yeah. L.A. and he went from <laughs> L.A. to Denver. 
so you know he well, was well LA to Denver both yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, he had no shot he yeah, had, no, he shot. had <laughs> no shot at all man cool with blowing clouds hey but I thank you guys for uh, joining me on today Thanks, man uh, you guys were great guests we're gonna have to do it again with my, my squad here or set up a bigger event man do something yeah, uh, really special uh, thank you to our, our listeners and thank you for my guys uh, calling in uh, oh man we got a few people Tupac Oh, we got. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but somebody is saying they're Tupac and they want to hear a certain song <laughs> cool. in the chat room. But uh, we're gonna let it go. And uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Mike Kelly PG here, uh, representing for uh, the Starting Five Corsair Radio. Make sure you guys just keep your ears to the Good News Radio app. In about uh, thirty minutes to an hour, touchdown with tangents. We'll be here in the building, uh, your football show with the crazy free agency going on so far. Uh, Tom Brady's with a new team, which is crazy. Ha ha, uh, Hines, <laughs> uh, you Patriot fan, you guys are going to suck now. It's Chiefs world. But, um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to Courtside Radio. Give my guests some hand claps for joining me. Uh, remember, you guys can find me at Michael the PG Instagram, Twitter, Michael Matthew on Facebook and Corsair Radio. If you aren't following, you are clearly a hater. So follow right now. <laughs> uh, don't at me with Michael and Alex. Make sure you guys check it out. The link is in my bio to check out the latest episode. And if you miss this show, uh, tell your friends uh, that if you listen to it, tell them and they miss it. They can. Click the uh, link in the bio right after the show. Or if they listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Play, you can find us there. Corsair Radio, starting five. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, we love you guys. I got to I gotta take us out of here with a banger, and I'm going to go with uh, the legendary beat by Dr. Dre. So, hey, Corsair Radio, hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, guys.